and welcome to In My Mug, episode number 101 on Monday the 12th of December 2011. My name is Steve Layton and this week it's a little bit of a retro kind of week. Bringing that in there. So, for those that don't know, this is our old bags, our old packaging. Um, let me get you one of the new ones. Very well prepared today. So that's like our new packaging. They're the ones that we use normally that you'll be used to seeing. This one is kind of what we had a few years back. Um, it kind of looks a bit dated now. I'm looking at Hasbing Steve on the back and he looks very young there. Um, yeah, kind of learning as we were going along then. Uh, I definitely think the new bags are better than the, than the old bags, but the reason that we're doing this retro bag this week is that we're trying something a little bit different. Um, before we did Jailbreak and Jabberwocky and Kicker and Blake, um, we only had a couple of blends, and the main blend that we had was this one, which was Premium Espresso Blend. Very traditionally put together. Um, I would kind of put it more as a cross of Blake and Jailbreak now, but that's only because we've developed as we've gone along and I think our blending skills have developed and the coffees that we use have developed. But I think the same principles as Jailbreak we, we, we set out for. So it, it was meant to be tasty, it was meant to work well on a home machine, so if temperatures were lower or higher than you would normally have, it would forgive that. If you pulled it a little bit short or a little bit long, if your grinder wasn't quite as good as other grinders. And these are the, the philosophies of Jailbreak, but were very much the philosophies of, of, of Premium. Um, I never liked the name, I don't know how we ended up calling it Premium Espresso, but we did, and that's what we kind of got stuck with. But the coffees we tended to use in this blend were very traditional, very kind of... Um, first of all, 33% Salibs Torsia Colossi. And that's what we've got in this one. I always used that as a base in the olden days. We used a lot of Colossi because what it does, it gives body, it gives a whole heap of mouthfeel, it gives a whole heap of kind of roundedness and completeness, but it... It kind of it doesn't have any sweetness or, or or any acidity, so it's very muted. It's a very kind. Of, it's a base to build on. So that was that's kind of what we used to use, and that's what we've used in here. We've been waiting for this coffee for so long. It's arrived Friday morning, and that that was when we pushed the button to go. Yes, we'll do this this week. So this is going to be my first time trying it with these current crops in there. I've actually tried it in the past and know that it worked then, but this is going to be as new for me as it is for you. So. Um, we went for 33 Brazil Fazenda Cachoeira and if you don't know my love affair with Cachoeira go and look at the link below um, this is a blog post I did many moons ago when I was on Cachoeira and I love this coffee, I love this farm what this brings to the blend it brings a real sweetness it brings a chocolate smooth kind of caramel sweetness to it so you've got the base of the Colossi you've got the sweetness of the Cachoeira which just kind of work hand in hand and again I've gone for 33% of that or 33.3% that I've put there so Brazil for Cachoeira is the second component third component um, is another farm that is incredibly dear to me um, which is Guatemala and El Bosque now all of these coffees we've had for the past five years this was an incarnation of premium once um, 
with these exact coffees in there. But obviously those coffees have moved on, developed, new crops, some, in some cases new suppliers, so the Colossi will be from a, a different supplier now. And we think we've got a great Colossi at the moment. But the El Bosque, what that brings along, it brings along the glue to stick these two together. So it brings some acidity along, because acidity is important, I think, in espresso. Not sharp acidity, but some acidity. So that comes along in there. It also brings some sweetness, which drags in the cachoeira, so makes it play with the cachoeira nicely, so there's a thread that ties them together, so that sweetness comes through. But El Bosque also has a really good body to it, it has a really good kind of presence to it, um, and that brings in the Colossi, so it's kind of like the glue for those two and the acidity at the same time. Um, I think this is going to be a stunning blend, I really, really do. Um, I think it is going to be a bit of a blast to the past, um, which is a good thing too. It's always good to look back and, 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 and to, to see where you've come from and what you've done. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to either whap you on pause or fast forward you, I don't know which, um, while I make the shots and the espressos and I'm going to be back with you in just a moment. Okay, so I'm back. I'm going to drive straight into the espresso. Now, like all great premium espresso blends of old, the crema on this is amazing. Um, it's kind of just like really vibrant. I'm going to take a shot of it and show you on the screen now. Um, super, super vibrant crema. A little bit pale, um, which surprised me, but it's like it's, it's it's really, really quite persistent. So, and that's a lot of the Colossi again coming into play. So you get earthiness. First part you get earthiness. But that washes away really quickly. And you end up with this like chocolatey sweetness that's just super persistent. I mean that chocolate is massive. Um, a little bit, a little shoulder of acidity in the back end there. But it's not much, it's a little bit. I think it's gonna be stunning in here. In here. Uh, I've been playing with glasses recently, so it's in my glass this week, not in my mug, but... Now this is where it really works for me, because you get that body coming through. And it's a big body. But you still get the sweetness, and the sweetness contract contracted with the milk just adds for more sweetness. Um, I think that's delicious. A very traditional kind of cappuccino, something that I would... Um, yeah, it's really good. Oh, that is really good. And I've really missed that kind of big, bold espresso. That it's, It reminds me a lot of Blake, um, an awful lot of Blake. But it's a little bit more sweeter than the Blake. Um, and a little less of the funk that the Blake can bring sometimes. But that's, that's delicious. I, I really like that. Um, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call out the Wheel of Death. Um, I'm not sure which side the wheel of death can come. It may be that I'm moving out the way of the wheel of death so it can come out because I think it comes that way. But um, anyway, this week's is going to be Aeropress. Okay. Well, with the Aeropress, we've done this in the past, I know. Um, I love the Aeropress. I think it's an absolutely fantastic brewer. Um, 
we did the brew guide, uh, which I've shown you a link now, um, and, and I'm very proud of that first ever brew guide we did with it. Um, but also, this is a great Christmas present. So if you've got somebody who's looking to buy you a small gift, uh, but they don't know what to get you, you should really point them in, in the direction of the Aeropress, because for like 20 quid, um, it's a bargain, and it's a great brewer, uh, and I'm a big fan. So I'm going to whack you on pause, I'm going to go make the, uh, make the Aeropress, and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. Um, I've either made the world go dark, in a very short space of time, or B, had made the world's longest aeropress, or C, forgot to press record when I recorded this earlier. I have since been home, watched the mighty Sunderland beat Blackburn, and realised as I started to edit that I didn't have the aeropress part on there. So I'm re-record, well, can you re-record if you didn't record? I'm an idiot. Let's just say Steve Layton is an idiot. So. Let's go into the brewed coffee. So I've made the Aeropress um, of this. Now, I find with lots of the blends that we have, they make great filter as well as espresso. Uh, when you use great ingredients, they will be great filter as well. And because we don't really roast differently for espresso as we would for filter, then um, I think that the, the coffees tend to lend themselves very naturally to being a great filter. So let's... Uh, so straight away on the aromas, you can smell that this is going to have some earthy tones in there. And I think the strongest thing I can smell off the, uh, off the coffee is definitely the Colossi. Oh, that's good. That's really good, actually. Um, you get that earthiness, but you get the chocolate. And there's that little shoulder again of acidity in there. It's completely balanced. It's not... If you're looking for a highlight like you would with a, with a single origin espresso, you ain't going to get this here, or a single origin brew. But what you are getting is a complete, kind of, you know, a very multifaceted coffee. Um, is multifaceted the right word? It, it covers lots of bases, um, and it is very, very delicious. If you tend to try everything espresso, do try this as brewed. I think you'll like it. I really, really do. So, a couple of things to talk about before I wrap up. First of all, um, I'm going to offer this uh, to everybody, uh, just for a week only, on the website. I know I said last week that it was going to be exclusive for my mug subscribers, but I think people are going to love this, and it's nice to kind of, to, to offer it out for those people who can't afford a subscription, who, or, uh, you know, for whatever reason, can't have a subscription, it would be really good to offer it to them. So, I hope subscribers don't mind, I hope you don't feel like you're duped or anything, you know, and I promise you next week, subscribers will have something exclusive. Not the coffee, but there's something else going in with it. A little bit of the days of Christmas carrying on. So you're going to love that one, I am sure. This is going to be a fun one next week. Um, Christmas. So, we're going to do next week's. The week after that, we're going to send two weeks worth out in advance because of postage and because of us sh shutting down for um, a, a week or so. Uh, we're going to be getting those out uh, together. I'm still going to record the In My Mug separate, um, but yeah, they're, they're going to be going out. And they may go out a little bit early as well, so we can hopefully get them there for Christmas. So, uh, more on that next week, I am sure. If you're ordering for Christmas, please, please, please take a look at below. This will give you some information uh, of when uh, we're open, when we're closing, and suggested posting days. But 
Do not rely on Royal Mail or FedEx getting it to you. Order well in advance. Um, this time of year, we are super busy. Uh, they are super busy, and they go into meltdown. Um, we are. We may not get things out as quickly as you're you're used to doing. So it may be that if you order, you know, twelve o'clock on a Tuesday, you may not get roasted and sent out till Wednesday. So just beware that. Everything slows down this time of the year and we don't want people disappointed with their coffee. Not getting to them in time for Christmas. Okay, um, I hope you've enjoyed this little blast from the past. A little bit of kind of a look back at uh, coffee. I think our blends have really moved on quite a lot since then. But I've really enjoyed going back too. Um, and I think it's been fun. So, anyway, I shall wrap up and do remember, life is too short.